0: How are you? Fine. How are you? Uh, yeah,
1: all right, yeah. Yeah, not bad. I'm cold. What? Um,
0: you got a cold? I'm cold. Oh, right. Why don't you put a heating on?
1: Too tight. I, uh, yeah, I put it on about 10, I think. But, Yeah, I'm not prepared to pay for it. How much oh, money no. you got in your bank? Fucking loads. <laughs> Why don't you put the heat? In? <laughs> no, I can't believe I said that. I just my brain immediately went, "Oh, that's going out." Just put uh, the heat on. I'm really tired. I am. It's tight. bizarre.
0: If you have got fucking loads, it's mental <laughs> that you sit in the cold. That's, a, that's I haven't got a, that's loads. an illness. <laughs> that's an illness.
1: I, I've got a real problem with spending money. I think. Well, no, not on, my, on myself. I think. I don't know why. I just think it's... A, uh, I'm always saving for a rainy you're day. you're like... You're
0: getting old.
1: Like, just put the heating on. You're going to be dead soon. Yeah, I do think about that as well sometimes, I think. Why am I... Why am I... What are you saving it for? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I, think I get, <laughs> get a weird sense of pressure going, i probably saved myself four quid today by being cold. <laughs> 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 But then if so, if Petra says shall I put the heating on, I will go, Yeah, go on then yeah. But it's just me mate. Oh, that's good of you. It. No, no <laughs> in The depths of winter.
0: <laughs> yeah, go on, babe.
1: I don't mean Do I'm lock, like I don't mean I've like got a like a lock on it or anything. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I won't stop anyone else having the heat on. But I'm just saying So you've literally can... the, the
0: heating is not on in no. your house. No. no Fucking hell, that's mad.
1: That's mad. <laughs> I'm cold. Yeah. All right, I might put it on. No, I'm not going to put it on.
0: Because I imagine, like, what you earn at Countdown pays for the heating for the next three years, just the one panel show appearance. <laughs> when you say it <fight laughs> like that, I'm not... like... <laughs> just put it on. You might get fucking cancer in two years, and you go, all those years i sat in the cold. I'll probably Wouldn't if I, I do, I'm not going to worry
1: about the pissing cold. <laughs> What? I said, if something bad happens, I'm probably not going to be thinking about the car. Yeah, but
0: you go, why didn't I just chill out and put the fucking eating on to 16 I degrees? I don't know if I will. <laughs>
1: I yeah, probably... else is
0: tight? In your... Is
1: uh, it just...
0: Just I know here. what you mean, because I... I'm not
1: yeah. tight, because yeah, sp- sp- I'm, tight, I'm tight on myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you are, actually, because you'll buy a drink and stuff. and Yeah, you are, you're on yourself. Why are you on yourself? <laughs> yeah, Celebrate <I'm> <laughs>
1: yourself. <laughs> it's that like I'm harsh on myself. I'm happy to spend... Oh, exactly. A, you
0: buy presents and, hey, come on. I'm
1: going to buy presents for nice myself.
0: clothes, put the heating on. I
1: can't buy a nice clothes I I can't do that. That seems a lot that seems like a waste of money when you can Um anyway, I'm gonna go and put the heating on, hold on. Are you? Yeah.
0: I'm turning mine off.
1: It's sort of annoying
0: (laughs) me
1: though. Okay so as we're talking to Dave, my room will heat up. I'm right next uh, to the radiator.
0: I've been well. really um, cold. No, this year I've just been put the fucking heating on. Like probably the worst year to put to say put the heating. I know
1: because uh, all the um, what suits are going up on there.
0: But you know, I'm like I'm not sitting in the cold. I'm nearly fucking dead anyway. At least have oh. heat in my life. <laughs>
1: I literally sit in the cold all day and if Petra comes in she go bang the heat and I'll go, yeah, go in. And I'll and then I the bit of me will go, Oh, I should have done that earlier, I've been a bit fed up. Yeah. I love having the heating
0: well, on. Well I get I get not having the heating on if you're absolutely skint. Yeah. But you're no. like a channel for regular. Yeah, how many other people have been on Bake Off just <laughs> sit in the cold <laughs> in their in their bunker, like?
1: <laughs> How many people? There's a, there's a, there's a quiz question. none. <laughs> Imagine that's a quiz. No one question. on Celebrity Bake Off sits in the cold. Okay, Jeremy Pax, uh, the ones I did it with, Jeremy Paxson, no. No. Um, Toff from Made in Chelsea, definitely not. No. And uh, Sally Lindsay, I doubt does she, <laughs> but out of the three she's most likely to not have eaten on as much as the other two <laughs> <laughs> how do we find out who, who has been on bake off does not have eaten on is that something you can put on twitter oh. anyway um, we got Dave comedy Dave coming on
0: uh, yeah yeah we have um this, this from is, the from the old chris moyle show
1: this is big for us this is i was thinking oh,
0: this is honestly it's so exciting
1: this i was thinking about i was thinking about why we're having them on and i was thinking about you you talk about how you you were on the golf course listening to them and mm. me and my best mate simon cotfield were flipping obsessed we just wanted to be we just wanted to be in that room with them, oh, giggling.
0: I, was, I sort of just want to talk about wanting to be in the gang for an hour. I, don't <laughs> yeah. want, I just want Dave to, yeah, it's, uh, t- truly understand. Yeah, what so I do was I. Going through,
1: <laughs> I do. I just, I was, uh, I was utterly rudderless around that time, and a lot of my focus was on what, what it might be like to be part of that i just thought yeah oh that's not fair they've got like their yeah, best mates just... are, their best mates are dj and they've got them on and they just have a laugh yeah. and i was really jealous of comedy day <laughs> i thought he'd just be given all this and hadn't done any work <laughs> it's really unfair
0: <laughs> No, i was as well i was like oh why didn't my yeah, mate? yeah uh, not... chris evans used to have some. was he called jo- not John? will it's... will no it's him but on oh. his radio show he had this girl like this greek girl and this, and then this guy who's sort of 40-odd and was like, what's he bringing to the table?
1: <laughs> I could bring that little to the table. And it... also,
0: I wouldn't have been able to do that job. I <laughs> just sort of sat there and silence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> silence Dave.
1: <laughs> Whispering David <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Nervy Dave. <laughs> Anything to say this week, David?
2: No.
1: Oh <laughs> god, N- hopefully, Nervy Dave will come back for other episodes of this. The
0: thing is, this one because I really want Comedy Dave. I, I really want Dave. <laughs> Can we call to- him
1: Comedy Dave? No, no.
0: no, I, I really to. want him to understand, but
1: I want to text Simon.
0: It's like someone coming to me now and go, oh, I wish I was part of the Chatterbits <laughs>
1: game. <laughs> Talking about get a life. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it! I'd love it if someone was fantasizing about <laughs> being fantastic.
0: <about> the <laughs> <chat speaks. laughs> they sit in the warm. Well, I
1: don't. No. <laughs> <Hey, beautiful. laughs> A <laughs> little bit of business—that's called a little bit of business. <laughs> that's why, that's why I'm on. That's why I'm on chat, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not, <laughs> listener, Mister Caldero.
0: <laughs> Keep delivering your logs, whatever you do. <laughs> Is it cold where you are? Crap. <laughs> <brat? laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God! This (laughs) hasn't just happened. This has not just happened. We've grafted it. It wasn't really. (laughs) I'm so
0: excited.
1: Oh, Dave's here. Yeah. Oh my! I know my headphones are buggered up. Oh really? Oh shit! I can hear you. Well, it's not. Yeah, headphones are about me listening, isn't it? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking of the mic. of 200 episodes i
0: can't hear dave
2: can you hear me hey hey hi dave hello hello how How are you you?
1: i'm nervous yeah we are proper
2: nervous (laughs) why i'm I'm nervous where do we start (laughs) yeah but listen but you're people that i watch on the telly and and, i about that well no but it's you know i watch you people and then you ask me to come on here and i'm like
1: do you know what, even your voice is making me yeah. shake a bit. I know, I've just reverted to 24-year-old me being, being grumpy. <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> um,
0: oh, thanks so much for yeah. coming on, Dave. Oh, thank you for having me. We were just talking
1: um, about why we used to be obsessed with you.
0: Yeah, we, we, we sort of want to get you to understand how jealous we were of you.
2: It was the best job in the world.
0: We was honestly.
2: We had a couple of a shit. I was sort of unhealthily
0: <laughs> jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We we sort of opened up a little bit earlier about how we yeah, struggled because we wanted to be where you were in the warm. <laughs> so in the much.
0: World. It it was so much of it was having sorry, was just Jumped on, in, sorry. How are you?
2: Yeah. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> I'm
1: good,
2: thank you.
0: <laughs> just got stuck
1: together. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, i, I just got to say this before I lose my nerve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are you?
2: Yeah. Very good, thank you. I'm very good. But no, it's weird like you say about wanting to be there, because that was exactly how I felt, because... In, in as much as I used to listen to Chris Evans' show and they had all the yeah, team there and I yeah, loved that. Yeah. And I was, I was driving to work and I was stuck in traffic at the same point on that road oh, God, for yeah. the bridge, you know, doing what everybody does. And then this show was on and there was Justin and Jamie and Holly Hot Lips and yeah. Dan. Holly and Hot and, Lips. Remember? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. Yeah, and and I used to listen to it and I thought, God, I'd love to do this. This would be the best job in the world. Wow. Um, and then genuinely never in my wildest dreams did I think that I'd, A, get to Radio 1 or, or Radio anything and then to actually be one of them on a show like that.
0: What were you it was doing? Mind yeah, blowing.
2: Yeah. What
1: was what, yeah? What was your job? we? Yeah. What, what was your I, crap
2: job? You were? I. <laughs> I was working at the time for a marketing agency, uh, which was a job straight out of college that my cousin got me. So I left college in '95, and then I got a job with my cousin Colette for a little bit, just doing general office admin. Um, and it was then that I was driving to work, you know, and sort of mm. wearing an ill-fitting suit from the <laughs> '90s, you know, with probably Plenty with flannel. In the, in the in the trousers yeah yeah and the highlight of my day was was listening to the radio and listening to chris evans which yeah. bizarrely by the way they only did 18 months on that show did they you know you think about that as being yeah. one of the real milestones yeah, yeah. in in radio on history or i do at least and yeah. then yeah, um, and then you look at it and you kind of go they only did 18 months which is nothing but it yeah. was it was important wasn't it
0: it oh. was so yeah oh. so you so so what how, how did you get to be in that studio? Yeah, in the walls. And how long did that take?
1: Yeah, so what, what was your next step? How did you go right? Because so we just happened? stayed in the car. We didn't yeah. to get out of the car. <laughs> yeah, I was just Still fun. in the car. Yeah, we just sat there going, kind of. wouldn't it be great? And then just sat on our hands. Okay, yeah.
2: Um, what happened was I did, a, I did a course at college in radio production yeah, and business else. management. Yeah, uh, well, them, yeah. do you know what? You say that. It, it, it should have done in theory. But the problem was that at the time, these colleges and universities were chucking out tens of thousands of people with media studies degrees and radio degrees and whatever. And everybody's then sort of coming straight out of the, the door of university all heading to their local radio station. And I still have a file in my mum's loft um which has got a rejection letter from pretty much every commercial oh, radio right. station in the country because i wrote off this you know the same copy paste dear sir or madam or who or i'd find out the name God. and this excitable 21 year old i i want to come and work for you and, and now, there's a Dave thing.
0: can i jump in it yeah where did you get the the <laughs> confidence because i well, my confidence was shattered at 21 and i felt I just couldn't approach anyone, so I just yeah. I just can't imagine being twenty-one and going, "I want to work for you. You need me."
1: What were you applying for? What was what was the sort of role? sort of anything anything? Just foot in the door stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Shred the the letters or whatever.
2: I'll come and do work experience for you. I'll come and make the tea for you. I'll come and do whatever for you, but with the aim
1: to get on. You know, be a voice on the radio. No, 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 See, no just working anything. Basically, yeah.
2: I, I, I never wanted to be on right. the radio. I, all I wanted to do was write. To be honest with you, the only oh, thing okay. that actually, the only thing that I ever had any confidence in terms of my own ability was writing. Um, and and to be honest with you, still, still to this day, twenty odd years on, is that I think that my writing is probably my 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 best asset, I suppose. And that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to be in a situation where. I had an outlet to, to write for somebody else, you know, right. whoever that might, might be. And that was that was the that was the intention. So I, I sent off all these letters. I've got this file full of the same letter, basically. And after a while, all you all you do is you scan the second or the third line, and in the middle you've got the word "unfortunately," and that's all you have, that's all you have to look for. Oh, so they, while, they, they
1: reject you on line four, do they? So they line two or thank, three. Thank yeah. you for your wonderful letter, blah blah blah. But right, but right
2: after a while, you you just you see this letter, oh and, and the God, only difference is essentially a different letterhead in the. The corner, wow! And you and you look at it, and you actually don't see any other words on there except for the one that says "unfortunately." And then you just file it. And I've still, I've still got them anyway. So that didn't work out. And then I was working for for my cousin Colette in this marketing company, and then a friend of my mum and dad's who worked for the BBC at the time had seen an article in the local paper in Reading. And my mum and dad lived not far from Reading. And it was a job that it basically it referenced Chris Evans at the time. And it said something like, Do you know your ginger loans from your Holly Holly? It wasn't that because that doesn't make any sense. But it's it was like two Chris Evans show references, if you like. Yeah. Um and it was a bit like come and work for us. And so I applied for this job and I got this job. And it was an apps it was for the BBC, which was brilliant to join this corporation Mm. but it was an absolute monkey's job in terms of what it was basically listening to radio one on high speed all day and picking out the adverts so that I could then do data input stuff for music copyright if that makes any sense so in other words all of all, all of the music that gets played on the radio has to be paid for and therefore if you have a trailer for Nicky Campbell show at the time or Mark Goodyear's show or whatever it was that has three seconds of Oasis and four seconds of Supergrass or whatever and this has all got to be logged and somebody this was before the days of it all being Mm. you know online and somebody had to do it so that was my job which was mind-numbing, but I did it at this place called the BBC Monitoring Centre, which is just outside Reading, which is a mad place, by the way. It's it's like something, it's used a lot during times of of war and conflict, and ironically, at the time at which we record this, with all that's going on in Russia and the Ukraine, it's probably very active. And it's basically this big old, it's like something out of James Bond, it's this big old stately home. And inside you've got all these different divisions of people all listening to radio and watching TV from around the world. So you've got, you oh, know, wow. you've got the Iranian department and you've got the Iraqi department and you've got the Ukrainians And they're basically monitoring all of the output and will be at the moment, no doubt, wow. if I'm not giving anything away. And then this is sort of all government intelligence, right? What? I probably broke so several spots. Yeah. But weirdly, within this building up on the top balcony, there was this little room that had no relevance to anything important whatsoever, which is where me and this other girl sat. And we used to listen to Radio One on high speed and, and do this data That's input. Weird job. And I it, it is a weird job. But it was working for the Beeb and it was also very loosely working for Radio One. So I joined there for 9,000 pounds in. 1996 i think it was beginning of 96. wow and,
0: I, and at the golf course 96 i was on 10.
2: okay well so, so. we were, were a similar similar i was a little bit, a, bit <laughs> better <laughs> <laughs> i was at Millbank <laughs> bank tower and i was being paid weekly okay okay, yeah, okay. so <laughs> so, I, so i did so i did that and the, the 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 general aim was the fact that i thought well I might get to meet somebody at proper Radio One. That was yeah. the. So that did was you feel you had your foot in the door? Then you felt like uh, sort I of... felt I had a BBC pass, and I thought, well, that's that's that looks that's good yeah. at the age of whatever I was, twenty-one, twenty-two, and so I wanted to meet people at actual Radio One and. And in doing, in doing these reports, I did because I sort of invited myself up and sort of said, oh, can I come and meet the person that I'm emailing and whatever, and got the tour around. And, and anyway, it had its objective because then there was a job came up later on that year in about the October or the November, which I, I went for and I didn't get. I got down to the last two and I didn't get it. And I was gutted. And then off I went back to the monitoring centre in Reading. And then about a month later, another job came up for what they call a tech op which is basically sitting in the studio doing knobs and buttons and and, and whatnot. And so I applied for that. And because I just had this BBC interview for another job and got through it, they sort of said, oh, we've we've spoken to you weeks ago, so we don't need to do all that bollocks again. So you've got the job. And I literally moved from from Reading to, to London in an overnight. It was like I finished one day on a Wednesday and I start the next day on a Thursday. And my job was to basically look after anything that came from outside of the building at Radio 1 and anything that was pre-recorded. So, for example, Mark and Large Show was the first thing that I worked on, which was brilliant, right? So I started working nights. So they were on 10 to 12. now you must feel
0: like you're in there. Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Now, my job was a really simple one on the whole grand scheme of things because they were in Manchester, and when they said whatever – here's Carolyn Atkinson with the news, it's 10.30. I was the one that had to move one yeah. fader up and the other fader down and then yeah. sit there and then wait until she kind of goes, Radio 1 Newsweek, more in an hour, and then put it back up again. <laughs> I love that would
0: stress me. That was <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I love the fact
2: it- <laughs> that all your
1: jobs are now automated. Not, yeah. <laughs> I've
2: been com- Exist,
1: completely
2: redundant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I so so I did that, and then, as I say, playing out things like the Essential Mix from, from Pete Tong, which oh. was on tape, and Collins and Macone. Do you remember their yeah, used to yeah a show in the evening? And I used to get literally the little the little DAT tape, and used to put it in the machine, and then and then, as I say, when a jingle finished, I press a rec- uh, press play rather did, on, on this thing.
1: Did that feel like? Because I'm just thinking, imagine that. I I think. It would have taken me a long time not to get over the fact that I'd just made it go from Manchester to, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Oh, I'd like, be giving it the and, big one in the and, pub. And, and, like, now three million people have heard the thing yeah. I've changed.
2: It was, it was, it was, it was scary, and, and yeah. especially, in, and you, you realise that responsibility. In those days, you used to be able to smoke in Radio 1, and there was a little smoking room on the ground floor where you could actually see into the studio. So if something was on... already sounds cool. If it <laughs> something was, was, was on tape and you're thinking, do you know what? There's nothing happening now. Literally, I've just got to sit here for the next hour. So as mm-hmm. long as I can hear that everything's fine, that's good. So I'd go next door into the kitchen and I go in there for a fag and I could, I could see through if there was any issues, right? So then I'm in there and for the length of a fag for what, six or seven minutes and then halfway through, it all just goes the radio's still on but it all just goes really quiet like half volume I'm thinking shit what's what? that what's going on <laughs> so, so I look <laughs> and the cleaner's gone into the studio which I'm supposed to be looking after and he's basically dusting down the mixing <laughs> room and he's not not the master first fader day, which, is, which, which is which is <laughs> which has gone down she's completely oblivious because she yeah. doesn't know understandably that that happens to be powering all the radio on so then I go legging back in and at that point you sort of realise that actually you know you you've got a lot of power in in your hands but um yeah, but yeah two, it was it was people but the, the, the yeah. one the, the one that was really scary was when where, where that job got really <coughs> real was was when um there was things like glastonbury and anything from outside of the building so you've got you know john Peel and joe wiley in glastonbury up to their knees in mud and when you're trying to broadcast with electric cables and, and seas of water a lot of stuff goes wrong so oh, yeah. my job's to sit there and basically if there's silence for any more than about three or four seconds I've got to play something so I've got music on standby and so I've got to go there because there's an emergency tape that kicks in after 10 seconds so the idea is I've got to try and beat that so I sit there, and you know what it's like even when you, especially now when you, you know, the stuff on, online. And sometimes things can go for a couple of seconds. Mm. So I'm thinking, well, has it just gone? Is it going to come back again? So you sit there, and it's gone, and you kind of go, <laughs> I'm still not back, and you look in four seconds, five seconds. I'm really stressed. Six seconds, and I'm thinking, ah. and and, <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I sort of press the CD, and Ocean Colour Scene will come on, or something like that. And then suddenly, there's all these frantic phone calls between the broadcast duty manager in Broadcasting House, who's like, I've never been in there, but I imagine it's a sort of Doctor Evil sort of mm. control tower. <laughs> and then he's on the phone saying I've got Glastonbury on the phone I've got the engineers on there what's going on and whatever and they're going we got Joe Wiley back up and and so I kind of go right well there's 2 minutes 42 on this record uh, so tell Joe Wiley the ocean colour scene the day we caught the train is going to finish <laughs> and then she'll poke up the back of that and then off we go you know yes. but then by the same token there'll be other ones where the line might be down for 20 minutes you know and, and I've just got to play CD I can't, I can't say anything I can't say anything oh I, right, right it's not, it's not it's, I can't it's not even like I can sort of go oh. hello everything's gone wrong I can't say anything so all I am is, is a pair of hands and ears so I just have to keep playing music and maybe put a jingle or a, put a, an advert in between just to break it up and just yeah. desperately hope that it comes back soon
0: but I mean are you stressed in this moment or are yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, well, yeah, yeah 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 it's big time yeah, funny, yeah. It's,
1: it's yeah. <laughs> But if you analyse yeah. it, what's the worst... Of, I know it's like... I know in that job, you get everything's really stressed and you go, "I radio went quiet for a couple of minutes yesterday. <laughs> yeah, know yeah, I, mean? I know. Like, well, but, yeah. but I know, but it's easy to say, but I would... Obviously, I would
2: be fooled over. It is, it's stressful. It's stressful. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, and I, I did I, I did famously take Simon May off the air for 20 minutes, which which... Is is something that, that does come back to me, no, which you was were it? Terrible, at this. I know. I wasn't, like, I wasn't like awful at this job. <laughs> Did you not read the menu? I mean, I, here's the thing: is that I had no technical, um, uh, no technical training or experience whatsoever. No, um, it just happened to be a foot in the door, and I thought, well, I'll do that. You know, I, I could have been an HR assistant or anything. Yep. I wouldn't have cared. I just wanted to get in the building.
0: When you were doing that job, were you actually meeting some of the broadcasters? Yeah. Did you yeah. bump into them? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay.
2: it was, um, yeah, I remember the, the first day in the actual building, and I sort of walked in and I was really nervous, and I thought, God, because I listen to Radio 1 all the time, and these are all massive names. You know, mm. and we're talking about, as I say, Chris Evans was on Breakfast at the time. Uh, we've got Nikki Campbell. We've got Lisa Ryanson, We've got Mark Goodyear. God, we've yeah. got Simon Mayo. We've got all sorts yeah. of people. So one of my first jobs on day one was to take this little mini disc down to the studio and the mini disc had the trails on that the DJs had to play advertising the next people's shows. And again, before it was all on, on computer like it is now. And so my job was to take mm. the take the disc down, and they used to have one for the morning and one for the afternoon. So this was lunchtime. I had to go and swap over the AM one for the PM one. And so I wait outside the studio and, and Nikki Campbell's on the air, and there's a red light. Um, above the door when somebody's talking so I'm nervously sort of waiting outside, outside and it kind of seems to take forever and, and the longer I'm stood outside the more nervous I'm getting and anyway the light goes off and I sort of peer through the window and gingerly walk in and I'm a bit like oh, Mr Campbell yeah <laughs> yeah uh, here's, 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 your, here's your mini disc and and so he took the mini disc off me and he put it in the machine and I sort of I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know whether I just walked out or whether I waited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or do, I, do I wait to get a thumbs up? I don't, I don't know. I've never done this before. <laughs> so, Nicky Campbell just... thumb. We're all waiting for a Nicky Campbell thumbs up. So, <laughs> so I stand there and he puts the, the, the thing in the machine and, and he sort of scrolls through all the different tracks. And then he presses eject and he kind of goes, it's the wrong fucking disc and throws it at me. What? Oh. At which point I duck and this mini disc hits the the studio window behind me. So I think I'm terrified. I think I don't know what to do. This is literally my first exposure, oh, and wow. and um, unfortunately the the producer at the time. Um, who was unusual to a lot of producers who ordinarily would have just put their head down and kind of coward, you know, and and he sort of said, "Nicky's his first fucking day, leave him alone, whatever." Like oh, this, you know? oh, which was great, you know, and, yeah, and something. Yeah. And so I, I, I was, <laughs> so I picked up the offending <laughs> mini disc and I went upstairs and anyway swapped it for for a better one and then I think I got somebody else to 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 go in with it. But it's a it's one of those things where we talked. We ended up talking about this on the air loads of times, and and Nicky got quite. Pissed off about it, thinking, "Well, did I do that? Did I, you know, was I really like that?" Anyway, yeah. subsequently, mm-hmm. we we we've now you know we now laughed and joked about it. if I run into him in the street or something, he always says hello and whatever. And I saw him in a cafe not long ago, and he still laughs about that. So it's sort of fine now. But it was yeah. a it was a terrifying introduction into you know oh, day one, and just yeah. thought, "Oh, that couldn't have gone any worse." No. You
0: know? <laughs> so how, from from there to you sitting. On the breakfast yeah, no, yeah. show. What's, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the next So The break, route, yeah, the what's route the next? for
2: that. But so I I was I was in a studio doing all the, as I say, anything Anything that wasn't live, if you like. Right. So anything for outside yeah. the building, anything that was on tape. And then Mark and Lard. So I joined December 96. Mark and Lard were doing uh, evenings at the time. And then they moved to breakfast. Because Chris Evans left in early '97, so had to go to TV, wasn't it? He sort of, that's when he started oh, doing. Didn't he go he, to Virgin?
1: I think he. I, I think it was a crossover I can't he was remember. doing radio
2: and TV because I remember. I think I can't remember at what point he went to Virgin at the first time. But anyway, he, yeah. he, he it was hmm. around. It was around. If it wasn't straight there, it was it was not long yeah. after. So he left, and they and they they, they put on Zoe Ball and Kevin Greening. Um God bless this all. Kevin Greening, he was a genius, by the way, and, and and much missed. Um And so they put them on Breakfast, and Mark and Lard were obviously. Fi- uh, oh no! So tell a mm. line so got it wrong. Chris Evans finished on Breakfast. Then they yeah. put Mark and Lard on. Sorry, my fault. Oh, and they, then yeah, they, and then and then Zoe and Kevin took over after that. They right? didn't so do they,
1: the Breakfast for long, did they, Mark? And no, no. no so, this, so this sorry, yeah. this was this was yeah. the point.
2: Yeah, I missed out a, a vital part in the story. Mm. So. Mark and Lard moved to breakfast. I think it was february ninety seven and I think they only did something like i don't know they, they i think I think they did till about the September or the October mm. something of that, but it wasn't long. it was it was months. And anyway, in doing so. My job then went from sitting in the studio picking my nose at night to sitting in the studio picking my nose early in the morning um, because I had to be in to set up the studio and make sure the lines were okay, okay and they could right. hear everything fine and blah, blah, blah. And they were starting at 6.30, so I had to come in at about half five, quarter six. Oh, like wow. And so in the, in the July, Moyles had been signed from Capital. And so he'd right. taken over early breakfast. So the show beforehand yeah. Yeah. from Clive Carl Warren, Clark. who was doing it. And so, um, you know, there's there, there's glass windows between the studios. So literally I'd be sort of, I, I'd be sat in a bubble and, and Moyles and, and his producer and whatnot would be next door. So that was how we met was the fact that we just you know we'd see each other every morning and of course I'd come into an empty studio and turn the lights on and then everyone next door would kind of like look over and kind of go oh look Dave's here. you know and 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 as such you you know you'd pop in the door and say morning you're all right yeah yeah I'm fine how are you and blah 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 you know anyone want a brew and I go and make up to whatever it was you know and it's just part of that share yeah. it's a shared workspace yeah. essentially isn't it you know and and so that's how, how it worked.
0: How long before this were you yeah. sat in your car going to work listening to Radio One? Is this like a year? Or two. Uh, yeah, a yeah,
2: year yeah about one. a year, about a year or so. So you're flying oh, at this really? point. you well, uh, yeah, eighteen months, the, maybe. You're shifting up the ladder,
0: you are. You yeah. don't know
2: it, but you're on rung yeah. four. <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose <laughs> so. Are. Yeah. Um, so wow. yeah. So it was. It was. It was that. And 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 the nature of Moyles and the nature of the Moyles show was the fact that everybody was. Sort of an, you know, everybody was sort of part of the team in so yeah. much as anybody that was around from, yeah. you know, Hubert, who was a security guard, yeah, he might just get, included just everyone. Reference, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. whoever. The, the, That's when I feel my jealousy. yeah. Yeah. Not, I, so, I
1: was, yeah, I was like, why could, am I not walking past and getting pulled in I, for a chat? I could be Joe the guy walks past him yeah yeah walking yeah. past Joe's here Walking with past a little Joe. Anecdote, <laughs> and then my bit would grow whatever
2: <laughs> and that was, that was that was that was kind of it because I I would I would pop in and then sometimes I would sort of pop in and they'd sort of go oh come and sit down and then I can't really remember exactly how it happened but you start to become a very very minor member of of the team oh. I suppose just by by association So you, you got commented on in the in, I suppose in so. Show, yeah. So
1: you were sort of coming and go, oh, Dave's, Dave's here. He's doing. The, he's a producer on the next. Yeah. Show. What's going on,
2: Dave? Or what's the weather like yeah. outside? I don't know. Whatever. It could have. Been, it could have
1: been ah. anything. It was just so
2: just would something. You f-
0: physically be in the room at this point, or
2: yeah, yeah, right. Um, right. But you know, sort of stood stood at the back of the... St- you know, what's <laughs> the right morning? Does anybody? Want to ha- you know. Oh God! Do you know what I remember? Like, Dave, say hello. I rem- Hi. Do
1: you know <laughs> what? Do you know what I remember? I've just remember <laughs> the bit where. He'd talk to someone and then they'd be off mic and then they'd yeah. come on mic. So he would be like hello, and I'd be like, <laughs> How are
2: you? I'm fine, baby. Yeah, you very yeah, much. yeah. Oh
1: yeah. my god, this is all flooding back. Yeah, it, is. it was all
2: this all this nonsense. Yeah. So so that that was that was what happened. And then I guess another turning point was so from from that, that sort of I don't know. Stand in the doorway and, and but, say uh, something. At that point,
0: Dave. Sorry. Did yeah. You, were your mates starting to say, "I heard you, mate," on the radio on the radio?
2: No, no, not at that point. Because right. I guess because the only people that were listening was was so, yeah, long that, distance truck drivers and stuff. Because yeah, this, this is like don't forget a, this is off air at half yeah. six. Uh, that's that's, right. that, that's <laughs> the graveyard yeah, yeah.
1: shift in the nicest possible way. Yeah. yeah. Oh it's always, yeah. It's yeah, the worst. Right, it's yeah. the worst
2: shift in the world because yeah. it's worse than overnights actually. Because at least overnights is a late night. And yeah. breakfast is an early start. And early breakfast is just this mad twilight yeah, zone you... where you get up at two 30 in the morning get to work yeah. at about half three and you do the show from four till six 30 and,
1: and you've got to be up for
0: it. That's mental. You've got yeah, to that is mental. So did Chris obviously have in mind, I want that breakfast slot. So I'll try yeah. and impress yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was, yeah.
2: that was his, that was his goal. He'd worked his way up through commercial radio all around the country and and sort of slowly, gravitated closer and closer to london you know and his Mm. his last port of call before radio one was capital in london which i guess was the next most prestigious place to be at the time how old was he at this point he's same age as me so 22 What?
1: i mean it was it's 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 it's,
2: when you look back on it now it's like it's proper young you know like proper kids but but he'd been but but the thing was he'd been doing it he started when he was 15 or 16
0: unbelievable you know like he was, greg this, james said the same yeah, he left university and this is what baffles
1: us about yeah young confidence. and and we, you know
2: we, greg is still i mean what's greg now um I don't know, his early 30s or something yeah. or whatever so yeah. um yeah i mean really really young so so miles was was 22 20 That's 23, amazing. 23 i think when he wow. joined radio one and so we were really young and as i say i suppose the 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 bridge between standing in the door and sort of being oh or whatever uh, was was there was one day where uh chris sort of said oh what are you doing later and i said oh, nothing really i don't know and he goes you fancy a pint and i was a bit like yeah why not you know because the thing was we were working these weird unsociable mm. hours where we didn't know that many people in london anyway and those that we did were working a normal nine-to-five so right. when you're people whose whose job you know, finishes at six in the morning or 10 o'clock in the morning in my case or whatever it was, he's saying, you've got the rest of the day to...
0: I know. I ...to, used to, to think... just dick around <laughs> yeah, yeah. with. You I know, know that, that, used that used to really us, annoy yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. really did. I'd so anyway, I'll g- come back to So we, that we yeah, that.
2: We, we just, we'd go we'd go to the pub um as soon as it would open at sort of half 11 in the morning and because we had been waiting Mm. for the pub to open for for hours and so we go there and we had a couple of beers and we started talking about different ideas and and i'd showed him a load of radio ideas that i'd written when i was doing that really boring job the first one listening to radio one on high speed yeah and when I was doing this, or rather supposed to have been doing this, I would daydream about all sorts of different stuff. And I'd, I'd write these different sort of show ideas down. And I still kept them with a view to one day maybe being able to show them to somebody, you yeah. know, whoever that might be. And it, yeah. I, it certainly, they, they certainly weren't written with Moyles in mind. They were written yeah. with whoever in mind. Yeah. And so um, anyway I had these sort of folded up in my ass pocket and, and, and pulled them out and he had a look at them and he sort of chuckled over a pint at the bar and he liked them and I think that was the point where he sort of thought we're, we're on this on a similar yeah. sort of wavelength yeah. you know in yeah, the same yeah, way yeah. that you you know you two obviously whenever you first met you, you, you would know very quickly that actually you're similar people you're on a si- right. you've got a similar yeah. sense sense of humour and it might, yeah. might work and indeed it does so that was that was that Thanks, and then right. he- yeah, exactly.
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: Do you know what that means? Say that again. Yeah, yeah. We'll clip that. We'll clip that, <laughs> Don't maybe. hear enough of that. Too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, and, and and then he said, "Oh, you know, come and come and work on the show." And then I applied to work on the show, and then I did, and and then amazing. I I, when said I work didn't. On the I didn't. Show,
1: what, what did he mean? Just come on and but no, what did that, that mean was,
2: like it, you have to have a proper sort of position on this you, you can't you just, just come an
1: interview, on interview yeah so but he couldn't just go come on my show at this point no absolutely oh, he, could, right. he, he,
2: he couldn't just go i'll oh, come and be a member yeah of the team. yeah that's what he, I you needed to sort of so i then had to go through another interview process to move from one bbc to so decide to move from whatever the management department to the production department which were run by different heads and blah 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 all within the same building but but mm. it, Different job, right? So then I had to apply for this and have another interview and blah blah blah. And so I was applying for a job as what they called a broadcast assistant. So every radio team, uh, in its simplicity, was made up of a presenter, a DJ, a producer, and a broadcast assistant. So a broadcast assistant was the bottom of the pile, or assistant producer, if you want to look at it in a more optimistic way. But <laughs> the job is to make tea, answer the phones research the guests, book tax, you know, anything, anything like that, um, leaving the producer to basically concentrate on what's going out of the, of the right. transmitter. So I, would, I started on early breakfast, getting up at half two in the morning and, and working with Moyles on there. And and would be answering the phones to literally to long distance lorry drivers at yeah. half three in the morning, seeing if they wanted to come on and play some, you know, quiz that we just made up <laughs> 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. Um, and so you're going through callers and kind of going, you know, OK, right, Joe, yeah, I've got your number. Uh, we might give you a call back in a minute. Uh, line four, uh, David, hello, you know, and yeah. do this whole thing and then try and work out having taken 20 calls or 30 calls or whatever it is, who the best two would be. Who who sounds the most lively? Who's going to be the most entertaining? And then you'd (laughs) ring them back and you kind of go, right, we're going to put you on, Joe. Okay, right, right, stay there. We'll be with you in 20 seconds or whatever, right? So it was all that. Um, And I would, you know, my seat was outside of the studio. My seat was in the phone answering room next door. But you'd sort of, I'd sort of go in when you know, I'd get involved in a conversation and Chris would sort of say, oh, Dave, come in here a minute, whatever. And I'd come down and sit down for a minute and then I'd disappear back to where I should have been, which was was on the other side. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, and so I did that for a while and then I suppose the, I was in more and more often. And so that role sort of increased sort of right. accidentally, you know, and it wasn't yeah. genuinely a, 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 all the way through this. I've got no ambitions to be a presenter. I've got no. Right. Okay. I'm. I'm. You know, certain people are like, I'm going to be on Radio One one day. You know, yeah. and and they have this self drive that they're going to get there. And yeah. I never had that. I was just delighted to be part of the team. Do you, you think know, that's, and that's what made door. you sort of
1: work? Because you were you weren't trying. You were just sort of doing. I suppose you know so, what I yeah. mean. Just sort of I, answering. You know, in I a kind of natural I, yeah. way rather than this yeah. is my moment.
2: Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't originating anything. I was just coming in and being asked a question or something, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, answering it and then and then bugging off again. And I don't really know where I thought I was heading because I was. I was genuinely just happy to be yeah. <laughs> to be there yeah. and happy to. I suppose the only thing that I, I wanted to do was to was to write more and be the person that would write that silly quiz or would yeah, write right. that spoof advert or would write that parody song yeah. and and just basically try and get. More and more of my sort of silly ideas onto yeah. the radio, and I suppose that was that was the ambition. And you know, the role in the studio grew sort of naturally, and it got to the point where I then <laughs> I then had to apply again to then stop being that and then to become a presenter. I then had to move to being it's a mad, presenter. It's mad. You have I'm to really, keep interviewing.
1: This it's is really well, actually, th- there was no actually. There so was you've no done it for like that, two, two. How many years was that? Sorry, so from from working outside the booth and coming in to to applying to be a presenter yeah. which is mental how
2: long how long was that bit a uh, year and a bit so quite so quick can, you again
0: you can do it and but you still got to apply to be yeah
2: yeah it was about a year and a bit i think and i had to apply and then i then i then like i was tight, officially right? a, then i was officially a presenter um how did that feel that must have been mental.
0: And this, isn't, this is pre-breakfast show. This, this is the early this pre-breakfast show.
2: Yeah, this is, I think, the end of early breakfast coming into, or actually, no, it might have been afternoons, actually, because we did afternoons think, for five years. Yeah, because that's where it sort
1: of took off, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, where, so that was, yeah,
2: that's where it really happened. I remember happened, the afternoons, yeah. Because it was afternoons from, I think, October '98. Wow. Until December 2003. And then we started the breakfast show in the January 2004.
1: Because the afternoons felt like, obviously, because with the best of the world, no one had heard you in the morning, so it felt like you were brand new. Brand new. And so everyone was like, who the hell are these guys? (laughs) Because it was like, it was fully formed I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it felt new to us. So we were like, bloody hell, they've hit the ground. I remember it really clearly. It was like... Mm. It really sort of, everyone sort of took notice, didn't it? Do
0: you know what I've learned? I'm learning from this is you have to put the work in.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we're out. <laughs> we're well, out. <laughs> do, you, do you know what? You say, you say that, though. But I, I genuinely believe that all of, all of this up until, you know, this point of the story and then, in fact, everything that, that, that follows is it was all just right place at the right time. you know it was i mean this all goes back to this all goes back to my mum and dad's friend jan seeing the article in the paper and saying that your dave should go and do that job in reading whatever and i did and then i got to actual radio one and then once you get in the door it was just a case of i don't know just trying to stay there as long as as long as you could
0: but even that i i still think that takes some doing to actually see the job go for the job do the work Find out other opportunities. Do mm. that. Go. It's so easy to talk about and not actually do. Yeah, a
1: hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and moan. Which is I'm, our <laughs> safe space.
2: I'm I'm, I'm I'm not ambitious at all though. Genuinely, you know. No. And and I'm. But you wanted for it out
1: certain, of something, didn't you? You wanted out of the humdrum of. I the, just want.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked radio. I was a bit of a radio. I used to listen to Radio One, you know, when I was a kid and listen to Steve Wright and stuff like that. And so I liked it. And I thought. But I don't really know what to do. So I thought it would be a fun thing to do. And I thought it might be somewhere that I could, I could write yeah. again. I just wanted to be the person behind the scenes. And, um, and, and yeah, got in. And, and I don't know, I, th- I kind of thought I might be here for a year or a couple of years. And at some point, I'll probably have to grow up and get a real job. Yeah. Yeah. And then that never really happened because I did no. 16 years at Radio 1. So when you got the afternoon slot... So, yeah. But you were uh, presenting in the morning
1: still. How long were you... You, you got the presented job in the early, early show, right?
2: At the very end yeah. of the early, right. early, I think. Right. I think. I might be wrong. Or it might have been the beginning of the afternoon. I'm not sure. But anyway, it was around that sort of time. Yeah, And, and then... And yeah. when
0: you got the afternoon slot, w- at what point did you feel like, I think we got something here and people are talking about the show and... Did you he get
1: comfortable did you get comfortable in that role or you always sort of go, um, I'm going to get caught You out. get
2: you get you get more comfortable and I suppose once you cuz as you saying before nobody heard nobody heard you on early mornings a couple of people did if they were up, you know catching an early flight to Tenerife or something and you know in the car at half four on the way to yeah. Gatwick and they might have caught 15 minutes but essentially nobody nobody heard it and then on afternoons Suddenly, it was like, "Wow, you know, this is." We're, we're talking to a lot of people here, and yeah. then, you know, mates from school and college and stuff would start kind of going, "Oh, I heard you," and whatever. And, Crazy, and, and that's yeah, that's when it, that's when it sort of went went mad. And also, don't forget, this is before the days of social media, so you've yeah. got no, yeah, yeah, you've got no instant sort of barometer on on what's going but, on. So this is all really word of it, mouth. And is yeah. it is it?
1: Am I? I'm, I'm, maybe I'm making this up, but I remember you your show i remember they talk about the numbers like your show was getting like ridiculous numbers for 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 that slot had ever got i Mm. remember that was talked about a lot in the papers and stuff that that your show was sort of was that right like it was just doing these ridiculous numbers that the afternoon slot had never done before and that was was getting all the press
2: and stuff yeah well that was what was getting all the press and i think just the nature of the show and 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 the nature i mean the one thing with, the, with, with Moyles and with the show is that it was always going to be one or the other. It was Marmite. It was black and white. Mm. And, and I suppose nobody, nobody would ever say, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. People would either love it or they <laughs> yeah. would absolutely hate it, You know, yeah. which I understood and, and I preferred that. Mm. I preferred that divisive. You were either oh, one 100%. of us yeah. or you totally yeah, weren't. Yeah. And I could completely understand and respect both sides of it, but no one kind of went, mm, it's all right. I listened yeah, to it yeah um, and so i suppose that was also getting the the press because we i suppose we were quite edgy at the time in yeah. Terms of what Definitely. We did. It yeah it was it
1: sort of quite rock and roll what you did. it was it was sort of that was what it was sort of spoken as wasn't it like rock and roll sort of the, what well it was did. fueled
2: by the pub I mean, it is, right, you know, yeah. you know, you know, when we look back again, now that it used to
1: annoy
0: me, but, honestly, <laughs> yeah. but it I was, I was getting cold on the mower and you were sodding off at 10am,
2: no. but it was, it was fueled by the pub and in the same way that did we you really
0: well, just stop work and go to the pub. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every, pretty much talk us through that.
2: So, I wouldn't I do we that up, but, now. <laughs> I I couldn't <laughs> Too do that. Tight. Yeah. When um <laughs> when when we when we look back at like the nineties and stuff and you think about things like Chris Evans and you think about TFI and you think about the mm. music at the time and it was you know it was it was quite rock and roll, I suppose, yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah. you were a and, massive part of it. Like And well, I suppose so and then so we'd we'd finish well when we were doing earlies, we would <laughs> when we were doing earlies we'd literally be in the pub at eleven thirty. Or we'd stood outside at eleven twenty five. Stood out and, waiting. <laughs> because <laughs> well, the, you know, the thing was, we'd been yeah, well, we'd been up sure. since half two, yeah. and we'd been completely um, uh, we we had nothing to do from half six in the morning, right? Yeah. So we'd had five hours <laughs> yeah, <laughs> digging yeah. around in the office. And five hours is a long time to yeah. wait for them. But well, you think, well, what's the alternative? Because I'm going to go home. I I'll live keep with t- it. Well, yeah, that, 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 that was Work on your upper body strength. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been waiting for five hours for the pub to open. And then <laughs> we'd, get, we'd probably leave. The, the, the walk from Radio 1 to the pub was probably about three minutes, but we would leave shortly after 11. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were so excited that suddenly it said it like an eleven on the clock. What
1: pub, what, so, what pub was it? Was it one of the
2: pubs up Great Portland Street? Yeah, it, it was one, a one of those and lovely. Old, oh, I, I know. Yeah, that yeah, lovely yeah, old yeah. pub. Yeah, absolutely. Pub. Yeah, so yeah. we used to walk into the Horse and Groom, and we knew the the landlord was a Scottish guy called Ian, and so he'd see us. And and literally, and I kid you not, and it was like something out of a sitcom. As he'd he'd open the doors, and we'd walk around one side of the bar, and then he'd walk into the back of the bar, and we were heading for that back room of the Horse and Groom. Yeah, yes, know you know yeah. It and um and so as we were walking around he would already be pouring us a couple of pints because oh, that's what heaven, we did heaven. you know and so we would sit in the back room and i don't know just sitting there and just drink and smoke and then other till, people till would, what time do you reckon well it, it, was, it was this is gonna sound bad
1: is it like this is gonna sound bad
2: <laughs> no 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 not, not not that bad but not far off um so People would come in at lunchtime and people that we knew and, and I don't know, other radio people or record this pluggers and stuff like that would, 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 would come in. And so, so is we'd this
0: have... off when you had the breakfast show? Or the... This, is, this is early yeah, breakfast. This is the early so. breakfast show. Right, right yeah. right, yeah. So
2: we've got all day to kill, right? oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so people would come in and we'd have a couple of beers with them and then they'd go back to their, their actual <laughs> lives and their jobs. <laughs> then, then we were the constant, there. basically. We were the yeah. constant. And then you've got, this, <laughs> you've got this really sad dead time between about half Two quarter to three in the afternoon, and about half five, right? Where no one's in there except for us two playing pinball <laughs> and, and and smoking <laughs> and drinking. Actually, sounds really bleak. Yeah, they were warm though. They were warm. <laughs> and then yeah. other people, other people would come in after work, and then and then there would almost be this sort of. I don't know, like a, a bit of a refresher. It's a bit like, oh, it's like a new day. And then other people would come in and we sit with them for a bit. And then they'd go home to their wives and their families and, and their responsibilities at about seven or eight. And then we'd still be there. And then, <laughs> And then I would leave about, I don't know, half ten and I'd jump on the number 73 bus and go up to Stoke Newton, where I was living at the time, and I would inevitably fall asleep on the bus, and then end up in Tottenham or somewhere where I didn't oh live. Oh, God. You know, and then you come back and have a couple <laughs> oh, of hours sleep and get right. up at half two and do it all over again.
1: I'll be honest, I thought you were going to say half six you finished, because I was doing the maths in my head, and I'm half ten, for, so you, mm. you're doing 11 hours <laughs> in the bus. And you had a show in the morning. What time are
2: you yeah. getting up? Half two.
0: Half two?
1: She had four hours' kip. It was on the well,
2: bus. If, two if, hours. No, well, no, because I was on the bus <laughs> for two hours. Oh, so you had two hours, <laughs> two hours' kip, maybe three. At, at a push. How did you not die? Well, because we were we were tw- <laughs> we were what 23, 24 and bulletproof. Yeah. I mean, in those days, you you know, That's you could great. drink all day. You never yeah. put on a pound. Yeah, you could, you, yeah. you 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 know you you, you you you. I don't know. You you, you just do it. Yeah. And so we did pretty much every day. Wow.
0: So when you got the breakfast show. How Mm. did that feel? I guess you're really used to it now with the afternoon show, but
2: because the after the show became no, that was that was a massive step up. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, more so than I mean, going from early breakfast to afternoons was a huge step up because suddenly you were, I suppose, in the in the shop window and you're on daytime.
1: And you you've gone at you're going you're you're replacing and you're all the different people that have done it. Yeah, I mean, you know, big 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 people, massive. Yeah.
2: um, in fact, yeah. I think I think Mark and Lard were doing drive time when we took over from them, and then they went on to mid afternoons. I think. Um, so you know, these are these are you mm. know proper. This is a proper established act, you yeah. know, and, and we're going to be in in their seat. So that was a big deal. But then going from going from afternoons to breakfast, who did you replace? Huge, huge, probably a bigger, yeah, probably a bigger move. Who, who was because, before you? I, I oh, can't... sorry, Sarah, Sarah Cox. Oh, blimey, right? right. Okay. So wow. it had been, it had been Zoe, Zoe and Kevin, and then it had been Zoe on her own, and then Sarah Cox, and then we took over off the back of her. Crumbs. But this, but this was massive, I suppose, because. Because this wasn't just an internal move from one show to another. This wasn't like going from lunchtime to mid-afternoon no. or from drive time to lunchtime or something. This was the Radio on Breakfast show. Yes, which Champions was, League
1: this is, isn't it? Was, yeah. yeah,
2: this is legendary. Mm. And, and, you know, you get to sort of hold that, you know, mantle for, for however long. And so, yeah, this was a massive deal. And, um, and yeah, it, it, it just felt, I don't know, just like I couldn't quite believe that we had it.
0: And you're sort of mid to late 20s at this point?
2: It's 2004, so I'm th- coming up 30.
0: Right. God. Coming so were you nervous? Was it, were the, the, all of you Did nervous you remember going, the first just...
2: Yeah, the first sort of, you know... Day. I remember the first morning. I remember, I remember. I remember coming into the office on the first morning and... Um, and a member, and they, they used to have this sort of quotes board in the office, where in the production office. And there was a quote on, of mine on there that, because of this day, it was the only one that was on there. And it basically said, we had the best hours in the world and we fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> because because drive time was brilliant hours. Because yeah, we right. used to come in at about, I don't right. know, we'd come in about one and then go out for lunch <laughs> and then come back in it again at about half two, and then do the show from three till five forty-five, and then we're in the pub at six.
0: That is amazing, isn't it?
2: I mean, those are the yeah. best hours ever. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you,
1: what you needed to do was be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mid-table. Yeah. M- Mediocre. We need to be yeah. more vanilla, guys. Yeah. Much yeah. like
0: yeah. that football yeah. shirt on the wall behind you. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, oh. yeah, yeah. Don't go down that road. That, that's, a de-
2: that's a depressing tale at the current time. But anyway. Um, but oh, yeah. So it, and the first the first morning was there was all this new um, all like new music had been made for the show. Right. And it and gets a lot of press, doesn't it, when someone's taking it gets a lot over. of press, yeah. and you know that the world's media oh. are literally yeah. sitting there listening with notepads, live uh. because they're ready to write it up and, in The Guardian or The Telegraph or, you know, whatever, like proper papers. And had
1: you planned to do kind of what you were doing in the afternoon, in the morning? Do you know what I mean? Was it going to... Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, we'd, we'd, weren't I think we'd had, a, we'd, we'd had about a month's worth of prep time between one show finishing and another, another starting. So we came off drive time in, I think, beginning of December 2003. And then we gave ourselves whatever it was, it three weeks crazy. worth of kind of pilots and dicking around mm. and trying bits and bobs out and getting everything ready so that we could literally hit. Because, I suppose because unlike anything before where we sort of knew we could just sort of open the door and go in and just sort of crack on with it, because of what you just said, because mm. of the, the scrutiny... Yeah. And you know that everybody is sitting there with a pen and paper in their hand. And, and there will be a, a large amount of people who would be willing us to fail as of well. Of course, of course. You yeah. know, because we'd made a fair amount of enemies along the way as well. So there were those that were ready to put the boot in.
1: Yeah.
2: And so you had to make sure that you didn't give them an opportunity and that mm-hmm. we were as polished or as good a representation of our of our show as, as we were. And 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 that was, that was the idea.
0: And how much... How much prep goes into each each sort of daily show? It feels really loose. Mm. I, don't, I don't quite understand what work you put into it. Did you do any not work? a lot? Yeah. to be honest.
2: Really? I, yeah. I mean, genuinely, a lot, of, a lot. of people. Yeah. Well, this, this, but that is that is largely down to Moyle's natural skill of, you know, in his technical skills and also his his presenting skills and being somebody that. What's is this, just a great what's technical
1: skills. What do you mean? Yeah, Sorry. so when you say skill Yeah,
2: what, what yeah, what, what do we what of... don't we have? <laughs> In terms of the way that he'd operate the machinery, the way that he would operate, you know, you've got a a mixing desk, you know, and and, and whatnot, but, you know, there's all sorts of technical skills in terms of, you know, he would would take phone calls while we were mid-show, and then he'd be editing them while we were playing a record, and then, yeah, it was like really mad head fuck stuff. Um, and, oh, and, right. and okay. just technically he was brilliant you know and Greg, Greg, Greg James will tell you this I was listening to him on, on here with you and he used uh, I think I heard him say that he looked up to people like um, Moyles and Scott Mills because technically at the time they were on a completely different level
1: right, right. I didn't think they did any of that I just no, thought they yes. sat and went uh, right. What are we talking
2: about? Well, not, not with the massive no, I error mean, uh, at the start, but, <laughs> but <laughs> it was all, it was all, it was all in his hands, you know? I mean, that's everything, amazing. everything was in, yeah. in his hands. Everything that you heard. Was that was, from
1: basically doing DIY sort of radio Luxembourg
2: stuff or whatever, you know? Like yeah, I suppose. Of, well, I suppose, I mean, you know, most, that's the way that radio used to be. Then subsequently certain people came in and, and they had, they had somebody drive the desk for them. Right, so then is that they would have somebody now? Is that more it, it depends it depends on who it is and, and, and where they work. I and mean, there's right. still plenty of people that do their own knobs and buttons and other people that, that will come in and just literally sit in a you I know like a voiceover so. booth and just you know yeah. just talk and if somebody If you're else in control,
0: you've got that timing, haven't you?
2: You can really And that's what it's all them. about. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah You know, just that beautiful timing of knowing yeah. knowing when to you know, exactly. knowing when to jump out of that conversation because that's the punchline, or knowing yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all to do with timing and, and yeah. that's that's what he was so good at. So if you like everything everything into pulling all the strings was something that he did and he could just walk in and just do it yeah. without any without any prep and without any rehearsal and and whatnot. And and genuinely the only the only bits of Amazing. prep that were done for that show were Obviously, guests had to be prepped and, and guests mm-hmm. had to be written for, in, in as much as, you know, whoever, so and so is coming in to talk about their new album, whatever, some questions and whatever would need to be written. And the producers would normally do that. And okay. I'd write stuff like car park catchphrase and I'd write a yeah. uh, yeah. tedious link. And that was it, yeah. really. You wow. know?
1: Wow. And, and you, were, you were able to get anyone on your show, weren't you? Like anyone? Because yeah. you, you, you didn't have the sky was the limit, wasn't it? Because they all yeah. want because, you know, everyone wanted to be on the show. So that must have been flipping weird, like the biggest acts at the time. And, you know, how was that sort of going? Oh, look, there's the Gallaghers. Oh,
2: dear. It was weird. It was weird. It was. And as you say, it was in the same way that Graham Norton, I suppose, is now on the telly. You know, yeah. that was the the prime slot that, that anybody and everybody wanted to be on because it was a, a huge stage. Um And yeah, it was it was it was just it's like a surreal dream, really. Mm. And and still to this day, I I look back and kind of, you know I never ever got blasé about it.
0: I was going to say, were there any points where you where you um sort of stepped out and went, okay, I'm doing the breakfast show, and I'm not that bothered now? Or were you no. al- or were you always excited and always appreciative? yeah, Gen- genuinely and was, always? Did
1: Chris? Most stay like that as well. Was he always sort of?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, genuinely, I think because because it had been this absolute goal of his since he was a, a kid. I mean, right. literally a kid, and, and yeah. you know, pretending to be a DJ in his in his bedroom and recording the top forty and whatever, and, and making up links and literally talking about primary school age, yeah. and then being on the radio professionally from the age of fifteen or sixteen, is that to then get to radio one first and foremost and then get to the radio on breakfast show was, was the ultimate, as you say, it's like winning the the champions league. And yeah. And so he didn't ever take that for granted. There was never any kind of like, you know, well, yeah, it's, it's a radio breakfast show. No, it was always a massive, a massive deal. Yeah. You know, and and something that I suppose once you get it, it's then a case of how long will you have it for? Yeah. yeah,
1: Does that what you feel? how
0: How often are the bosses kind of sticking their nose in saying, don't do that. Can you do this?
1: I don't like that. You must have been left alone no, at some point because it we, it must have.
2: I think the longer we were there, the more the more that we got that. But that what which sounds weird because you would think it'd be the other way around. You think that the, the longer you're in the seat, the more that you'd be trusted and left alone. But what oh was, the more was, they
1: the more they put yeah, Oh really? But I
2: think I think that was more to do with the fact that the longer we were in the seat, the older we were getting, and at the same time, the younger Radio One was getting. Ah. And this ultimately was a conflict because, slight tangent, is that, the, is that Radio 1, in order to justify its share of the license fee, had to be proved to do something different to what commercial radio was doing, right? So commercial radio stations in your local towns and cities would be broadcasting 25 to 45-year-olds, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously they were after people that the advertisers would be interested in, in, in putting products in front of. And then Radio 1 had to prove that it was going after a different market and the only place it could go was younger. So then they had to go after, you know, teenagers and early 20s. And so in that respect, it meant that then as we are mid to late 30s, uh, we're getting a long way away from... so. How, gap, is feeling, like, how is that feeling?
0: How is that feeling? You,
2: you in it's so, shelf life. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. yeah, and you can you can feel this ceiling above your head. And oh you no. feel you're getting closer and closer. And, and the, the thing is that all of our show was all based on, just based on, ref, you know, references to yeah, yeah. telly and stuff, you know, yeah, talking and that, about the Dukes of Hazard and the A-Team and chips and all this sort of yeah. shit that we kind of grew up on. And then you get to a point where, You're sort of being told that you can't do that because the 80s didn't exist in terms of the audience. Dave... They don't remember anything.
0: Yesterday we interviewed one of the riders on Kickstarter.
2: (laughs) Did you? Oh wow! You're the only person. The nichest. The nichest we could make that. Oh mate, honestly, right, that that would really float my boat because when I was a kid, (laughs) I had a rally striker. Please listen, because we need the numbers. I will do. I I had a a rally striker, and when I stayed at my grandma's house, she used to have this sort of stepped garden, and so I used to pretend that I was on Kickstarter by going up and down these steps, and I used to get to the bottom bottom of the garden and then I used to try and see if I could actually get the bike around without putting my feet down <laughs> yeah, like yeah, kickstart yeah yeah. yeah yeah and um oh I loved that Shane. oh you're yeah. gonna
0: love that Al. oh I oh, will yeah, I enjoy
2: yeah. that the, and the guy the guy we had on came fifth in his heat <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> not the winner of kickstart he was fifth in his heat he did not make it to the second day
2: <laughs> how do you how do you find that guy that came fifth in well, his with heat with a lot kickstart? of
1: a lot of googling a yeah, lot
0: we, yeah we spoke a lot about kickstart and then someone just email said oh, yeah. i did it in fact we had <laughs> two or three people yeah yeah. I was in yeah. It. yeah a lot, really? of, yeah. lot of old
1: kickstarters <laughs> are available on a wednesday <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god oh so you're feeling you're feeling your age a little bit that yeah. must be does that put the pressure or does that bring tension into the studio and is it difficult to disguise on the mics
2: um yeah i think so i think yeah. i think it's difficult when, I mean, we, we almost parodied it a little bit and then we would start talking about, you know, hey, Dave, what are you doing tonight? Oh, well, I'm going to have to see whoever, I don't know, yeah. end dubs or whatever <laughs> or, you know, someone that we clearly weren't going to go <laughs> yeah. and see at the Brixton Academy, you know, or whatever. Uh, and yeah. it was, you know. Um, and so we used to play on it a bit that way, um, just sort of taking the piss because we thought, well, we don't really know how else to handle it and then we get in trouble for doing that. But yeah, I suppose it did because we couldn't, we couldn't just be as much of ourselves as, as 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 we wanted to be. But then again, the other side of it is the fact that ultimately our, our role wasn't to go on to the biggest show in the world and talk shit for three and a half hours or whatever it was. It was actually to, to play music and, and yeah. be the mm. flagship of this huge station. Yeah. And so there had to be some middle ground there, which often you know we didn't get right i mean especially when there was there was times when, when when we would get in trouble is that you should be playing six records a half an hour is is about right in terms of what each show is right. supposed to do and there was i think there was one show where i think we played seven records all show in yeah. three and a half hours yeah you right. know or, or might not even been that you know and, and and we've had times where we've opened the show at 6 30 Where we should do a short link and then go into six records before the seven o'clock news. And we've talked all the way up to the seven o'clock news, in fact, over the news, and then gone to the news at something like 10 past seven. Yeah. Because we've just been talking while it was about our day before. That's what I liked about it, though. That's what I liked about Mm.
0: it. I like that. So I've watched a couple of times. You've got the, there's the final show on YouTube. Yeah. I think. How was that? Were you you prepared for it? Was that a sad day? Did it feel like the end of a,
2: well there was Any two we, we, was, was it the one in the studio or the one in the, the radio theatre because we did oh studio. in the studio right yeah that was, a, that was a proper last show so right the thing is the, the, the boss well I think Miles had wanted to do like a big a big show busy extravaganza to go out on um and but then at the same time we felt that we needed to do the proper last show in the studio and it mm. to be in the right place mm. Um, because to have finished in you know on stage in the radio in the BBC Radio Theatre would have been a bit of an odd way to end right. yeah. that many years, um, and exactly whose decision that was, I can't honestly remember. But it, it culminated in us doing the Radio Theatre show on the Thursday, as we then finished on the Friday, and. The radio theatre show was bloody... had Anton Deck hosting it, you know, doing like a This Is Your Life and <laughs> right. going through all these moments. And James Corden came out on stage and Davina McCall came out on stage and Gary Barlow was there and blah, blah, blah. And it was a big, proper show-busy event that, looking back on it now, just seems quite surreal. Yeah. And then then there was the big one, and the big yeah. one was the, the the final day. Um and, yeah, it was, it was really genuinely emotional and very, mm. very weird for all mm. of us. Mm. You know, especially there was a point towards the end, and this is probably the bit that you might have seen on, on, on a YouTube clip, where we all had our opportunity to kind of say a few <laughs> words. I think I remember. And, you know, and I remember, you know, Dom um, sort of going, well... Oh, you know when i first started this show i had one child and now i've got three and yeah. you know it's got me through this and it's got me through that and it's got me through the other and you know when you've done a show for nearly 9 years as it was wow you know a lot a lot happens in your life especially at that age especially yeah. in your sort of you know uh, th- late 20s early 30s or mid 30s and stuff so um so yeah it was it was just a really odd time and just thinking god this is it you know yeah. this is and when that final jingle finishes it's like it's done you know yeah. it's, it's all over wow. um yeah. and that's it was, when
0: you get the little you 21 year old researcher coming in you go
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me a mini disc. Has got a mini disc. Disc. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: yeah. No, it was, it was it was it was weird, and you know, and, and then and then began the beginning of the of the weird wilderness years. So you yeah. didn't know you, then, you didn't know what you were going to do next, did you? Not a clue, really. You know. So I'm I'm then uh, thirty eight. Yeah. And so I've been there since I was twenty two. Wow. So, you know, I've I, I don't know what to do at this no. point. And that's a you fiddly know.
0: age anyway.
2: It's a fiddly age anyway. Yeah. You're yeah. sort of neither yeah. one thing or the other. And and yeah. and I'm I'm not and, and genuinely and, and at this point I'm thinking, well, I've I've you know, I've done well to kind of get in the door and bloody stay there for, for this yeah. long. But um I'm not really trained or experienced in anything other than talking shit on the radio, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which
0: is why you're on Chatterbait.
2: But, but yeah. genuinely, it's like I'm—I'm—you you know I don't no. have any transferable no, skills. Course. It's yes. not like—it's oh. not even like you know—I've got a bloody scuba diving qualification, <laughs> or I'm a part-time electrician. I don't or, need to hear or, this, right? Or now. I used to be a fitness instructor. <laughs> I've got nothing to go back to. No, you know, so I—I basically—and
0: did s- you? Did you want to stay in that world? Because fe- you've reached the top. It's like, well, good. Yeah. I kind of just
2: wanted to stay. Well, n- I didn't. It wasn't one of those things where, and I know what you mean, is that once you get to a certain level, it's a bit like, well, I can't possibly go down because I'm yeah. so-and-so, you know. And yeah. um, it wasn't like that at all. I just I genuinely I felt, I felt the same at the end as I would have done after one year there or two years there, whereby I'd been really lucky and I'd had a laugh And I'd met some fun people and I had some great stories to tell my grandchildren, Yeah, you know, which sounds, you know, a bit twee and stuff like that, but genuinely I felt like that. And, and, and so I came out and I thought, wow, you know, what a, what a mad, Mm. incredible ride, you know, but a a, a really good experience. And then my only objective really was just to do something that would actually pay the bills. And I wasn't, I genuinely, if I could have, if I could have gone and driven a van or something and listen to the radio all day, driving bloody parts around the country that would have paid me enough to actually support my daughter and pay the rent and whatever and pay the mortgage. Um, I'd have been happy with that. Genuinely, I'd really? have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have been. Yeah. And still to this, still to this day, if I could make enough money driving a van, I'd probably like to do that. Yeah, I like driving. I like listening to the radio. Well, I've done it,
0: and you get tired around three and start hitting the curb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's quite bit, it's, Yeah. It's not that, it's not what it's.
1: You start, you, you start <laughs> hating the person you live in, listening yeah. to. On the, but I'm quite easily
2: pleased though, David. That's the yeah. thing. You know, it's like, I, I don't have any, I don't have any great, you know, um, brain that needs to be satisfied intellectually or anything i'm i'm quite happy and i just as long as i can pay the bills i'm i'm, I'm a happy boy yeah, so yeah. um but i did spend about six months sitting in my underpants watching homes under the hammer did you um, in my flat just did you have my... a
0: little moment where you're like oh wow yeah
2: yeah well because when you when you first come out God, when you when crazy. you first come out that you, you th- there's a bit of a it's a bit like I don't know, it's a bit like kind of um, it's a bit like stopping an oil tanker. You know, it mm. sort of carries on grinding to a halt for a while in terms right. of work and there's bits of this and owning okay. no right. DJing it freshes, uni balls and stuff, yeah. and then doing some because we finished in September. So I suppose the work was okay till Christmas, and then you wow. got into the Christmas period, and then it was a bit like hosting corporate parties and all this kind of shit. And then it got to January, and then it was like wasteland it was just like wow do you know what this this oil tank has completely stopped now and there is, so n- strange is nothing going on outside. there's God, nothing really? going on and, and genu- i kid you not i would be I'd, I'd get up in the morning at about i don't know 10 ish I, I didn't really have anything to get up for i'd get up in the morning and i was living in a flat on my own i'd i'd split up with 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 my wife and my daughter was elsewhere and yeah. so I'd, I'd sort of wake up in the morning and just as i say sit Sitting in my pants watching Homes Under the Hammer in Jeremy Kyle. Um, thinking, what do I do now?
0: I'd love to have seen an image of that. To be clear. <laughs> it, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a nice image, it wasn't a good image. No, oh um, man, that's such a yeah. Uh, man. yeah and how long did it here. take you to sort of find a bit of structure and something to
2: um, probably about it was probably about three, four, five months, something like that. It was, it was sort of. Not quite the middle of the year, but 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 not for off. So this is two thousand and thirteen. Um, and and so I'd gone to so Chappers, who who yeah. you, you know, he obviously now hosts Match of the Day Two and used to work in Scott Mills yeah and he, he and I um, were and still are very good friends and, and did a show together And anyway we were chatting away and he said listen I'm, I'm hosting this charity ball for cancer research and whatnot in Manchester he goes I've got a table if you want to come and I was a bit like why not do you know what I can probably I can probably make about three days out of that that one overnight you know I'll sort yeah. of have a travel day and then a travel back day and go and yeah. sit on his sofa and watch Homes Under the Hammer just <laughs> as a change of scenery yeah. and so I did and 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 being sat on this this table and Talking to various people. Anyway, I got talking to this guy who worked for cancer research and was saying, you know, um, um, what do you want to do? And I, I said, I don't know. Genuinely, I don't know. But I guess something to do. I've met lots of people over the years. I've met lots of different contacts which are useful. Yeah. Maybe something to do with that. So he goes, I think you could do a job for us. Anyway, so long story short, um, I then had another meeting back in London and I went and worked for cancer research as what they called oh, a talent brilliant. consultant. So... Right. Using contacts to do stuff. So, for example, if they wanted to do a fundraising, yeah. a cha- charity night or whatever, I kind of say, oh, that's fine because I know Joe Wilkinson, I know mm, David L. Yeah, so they yeah. could come and compare it, right? Yeah. Or whatever, right, yeah, yeah. Or, and it was yeah, happy, I, yeah. I, and trust I know friend cotton right? no, I know I mean yeah. it was all <laughs> hypothetical.
1: <laughs> well, what, what what date are we talking about because
0: I'll
1: be honest with you I'm not keen I'm still available.
0: Yeah. Joe doesn't do charity events do you know that?
1: Well yeah,
2: you know, I'm not big on charity, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so that was that was I suppose the beginning of some kind of you know, structure again and yeah. sort of you know having 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 a reason to get up in the morning yeah. and then and then yeah since then it's been a sort of steady climb back up and you know i'm now in a position where you know i'm happy i'm working for a production company i make podcasts for a living essentially you, a day yeah now. pretty much pretty yeah. much Brilliant. um and and do podcasts and do video production and whatnot as well so so yeah so that's what i do and, and so
0: when you say you you make podcasts what is your role now so we do you have producer, producer. yeah right okay
2: yeah, no, I don't do anything creative like you two. I don't I don't I don't I don't originate it I just I just <laughs> I normally sit where I am now and I'm it's normally strange press, cause pressing when I record
0: listen, when I used to listen to the radio shows you you were the voice that I enjoyed the most
2: yeah me too and
0: I think it's because like Joe said it felt like you weren't trying
2: yeah yeah maybe. So that, yeah well thank you that's a huge compliment by the way that's that's some chuff with that well yeah. we,
1: we were so excited to get like it, it, I think I think because it was such a point in our lives as well, where we were at a certain age where we felt we really sort of, I said earlier, like rudderless or whatever, and mm. and well, we're and, the same age
2: as well, I suppose, and yeah. I, think, I think that's also sort of part of it.
1: Yes, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But it's such yeah. a big part of my life listening to you mm. talk on the radio. It sort of, it, it does remind me. I know exactly where I was. Yeah all these and
2: and and the weird thing is that, and people people say that and they say that's kind of the you know the, the biggest compliment and but I can totally understand that feeling of being stuck in traffic on the M62 mm. and listening to that episode mm. of yeah. whatever it was mm. because because I had that short period of time where I did that with Chris Evans yeah, yeah so that yeah. was that was my so when I'd yeah. sit there in traffic waiting I say that's that same point every day at 8:35 or whatever waiting for the bloody lights to change yeah, yeah. and and you would you would look, you know, something would happen and you'd laugh. And then you'd look in your rear view mirror and then you'd see the lady behind yeah. you laughing. And then you'd see the guy in the yeah, van yeah. behind her laughing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was it was that really Wonderful shared experience, you know, in the same way that people would say to us when we used to do stuff involving honking your horns and stuff like that. (laughs) And people kind of go, at that point in the song where you sort of said, everybody kind of go, (coughs) you know, everybody in traffic on the M62 or on the M11 or whatever was doing that at that point, you know. And it's that lovely shared experience where you look around and you kind of go, we're all part of the same club. And I think that, in essence, was what it was all about. Yeah.
0: Can I ask one more question, which is related to. Uh, was well, sort of related to the radio show, but me and Joe are obsessed with TFI Friday. Mm. <laughs> oh Jesus!
2: <laughs> so yeah. well, so 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 was I. Yeah. And, and it's
0: that same thing of there's yeah. a party <laughs>
2: yeah. and I want to be there, <laughs> and yeah, I'm a so, bad, so bad, so bad. Did
0: you ever go on it?
2: No, I didn't. Ah, no, no, I never, i never, I never went on it. Never went to it. I know where it was filmed. Riverside um, Studios, and yeah, absolutely. And and I have been to the Riverside Studios for for other stuff and and looked out, you know, and kind of thought, oh, that's you know, that's, that's where they used to look out yeah, on the yeah, balcony, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. you know. And, uh, Worthers is a is a good friend of mine who worked on on the show as he was sort of Chris Evans sort of sidekick yeah and, yeah, and, yeah and whatnot and so um so yeah but we, weirdly even even knowing him I never never got down there that, but it but was that were, thing you
0: were in showbiz at the time weren't you you were doing
2: the uh, radio no, do you know what it was kind of just before us really oh okay because TFI was more uh-huh. ninety five ninety six. And so it, 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 was, it was actually a, a bit before, you know, right. our, our heyday, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Um, and I think, really, by the time we got into our stride in... When you were bookable. Know, when we were bookable. Yeah. It was, I think it was probably over. I can't remember when it finished. But it was that thing whereby, I mean, still to this day, there's something really special about a Friday, I think. Mm. And that was what was so clever about mm. it, is that it tapped into that magical time of the week.
0: It did like no, six, seven front, o'clock, or whatever. Absolutely, or yeah. yeah. five, it's five, over, five you're six,
2: seven o'clock on a Friday is the best time of the week yeah. because you've got all of Friday night to look forward to. You've got the whole weekend to look forward to, yeah. and there, there's no better time. And to actually have the show at that point at whatever it was, six o'clock, wasn't it, on I a think Friday it was night? Six, yeah. yeah, And it was just like this is the best thing in the world. You get home from work and you sit on the sofa and you might crack a beer and and you would you would be part Gosh. of this. And you'd you wonder, h- wonder how you got on that mezzanine. <laughs> yeah. How did you get on that mezzanine? Well,
1: how do I how do I pat Gordon Ramsay on the back as he walks past on his way? to that, that
2: looked that looked really uncomfortable because it wasn't that wide, was no. it? And so the no. people on the mezzanine had to sort yeah. of stand there with their back right to the <laughs> yeah, wall yeah. as I, Sean Ryder yeah. or Gordon Ramsay or whoever would would, yeah. would walk Barge past. past. Yeah. But also, but they were obviously the people that didn't get there early enough to get into the actual no. studio. Yeah. I would <laughs> have, I'd, I'd, happen, I I'd happily yeah. be missing. Yeah, every week. I'd have been mezzanine. because <laughs> they <laughs> came out the door, and there
1: was always three or four just to the right of the door. And then a <laughs> gap, and then it started again. I would happily be one of those three by the door. I'd have opened it was magic, it. though, wasn't it? It was magic. <laughs> it and, was, and, yeah. yeah. But it was, of, I think, it
2: was of its time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it now. Well, could they, t- you? Well, they tried to, didn't they? They, they tried to bring it back a few years ago, and and they tried to tap into it. And it, it, it's listen, it certainly wasn't awful by any stretch, but it wasn't. There was there was something about. The age that we all were, oh, god, uh, yeah. uh, you know, at the time it was the music, everything felt quite cool and rock and roll, and yeah, it, it, it was, it it was, was absolutely bit, of its moment. It was
1: a bit weird watching it back because <laughs> I watched it back the other day, and I was like, God, there's a lot of guff, isn't there? It? It's just sort of like <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was a, a lot of filler, was Just it? a yeah. lot of that, <laughs> 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 you're like, Can you know, 40% of this show is cheering,
0: yeah. yeah, but you're 47 now, Joe,
1: yeah, I know, and I, I cheer less. Oh, yeah. God, I wanted to cheer on that resume. I God. cheer less. <laughs> As a rule, every year I it would, goes down I a would,
2: bit. I would like to see a graph, Joe, of your cheering yeah. scale. I don't think yeah. it would have been that From high. From about on... 97 onwards. Oh, 97, he was oh, fantastic. <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember
1: lowering my arms in the 97. <laughs> they were not waist high once. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, well, Dave, that was brilliant. Thank Such you so much, Dave, for coming on. It's my on. pleasure. Thank you. It's so, a yeah, massive it. hero of ours,
2: so this yeah, is massive um, I genuinely no, Sorry, this sounds like a bit of a... I, I can't believe you say that, genuinely, and I'm not trying to be, you know, overly modest or anything. It's like, because I... As I say, I'm 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 that bloke that, that talks shit on the radio for years, and now I watch you two on TV, and then I'm like, well, A, I'm chuffed to bits, the, the fact that you wanted us to come on here, but... um. Yeah,
0: no, thank you. Oh, no, um, this, oh, you no, should get no. those dulcet tones on a yeah. podcast or
2: something. Yeah, definitely. I do. I do one that I talk on. Oh, really? you? Um, we was do? It, yeah, we. It's, it's, it's called fueling around. It's like a petrol head sort of motoring one, oh, and it's great. me and a racing driver guy called Jason Plato. And we do. We basically have celebrity petrol heads come yeah, on, and we just yeah. talk cars and shit. Like with them for about forty-five minutes. So yeah. I do that, but um, but no. Otherwise, I'm. I'm. Do you know what? Since the pandemic, I sit in my converted box room as was and yeah. and i sit here and i've got everything i need and i just good, I, I make i make podcasts and it's good, great it's and good. i don't have to get on the tube yeah and i don't have to spend 30 quid getting to london and back yeah and i don't oh, have to spend five right on a people. sandwich
0: honestly great. well since we've started doing this like yeah god it's, it's a way forward isn't it good finish at 10 a.m
1: yeah <laughs> we're talking about that too much <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how I can't early believe we how I can't believe
2: how early you did. Why do you record it so early? Oh,
1: don't.
0: This is
2: well. Uh, why did we well, we we had this. Oh, well,
0: we wanted a breakfast show yeah. on a podcast. Because oh, of okay. You.
1: Basically, because, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we so
0: wanted to create that thing of if you want to listen to a show every day, yeah, at yeah. uh, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, <laughs> there for yeah. you. You
2: should you should you should have gone gone into full character and actually set. You should have recorded this at half six every <laughs> morning. <laughs>
1: Honestly. Well, do you know what? For for two and a half months. And then halfway through, you're gonna go. What the fuck are we yeah. doing? Sorry, could have done Why this in midday. Honestly, <laughs> well, that's <we're>, one. That's, <laughs> honestly, that's, don't.
0: That's one thing we we wanted to get that across. That mm. we wanted to do a daily breakfast show. Yeah. And if we felt like shit, to really sit there in silence.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and we because I I always time.
0: found it just incredible that. Uh, radio broadcasters have all this energy and yeah. I would wonder they go through like tricky moments in their life and still have to
1: That's perform ma- madness
2: you do I mean you I mean yeah. I can I can That's I can hard yeah I mean I can say from firsthand you know we all go through tricky times we all go through you know shit in our lives and and yeah. and, and whatnot and but you still have to put the mask on and you still have yeah. to do it well no. we don't on this okay. <laughs> we, we, um,
1: I just yeah. sniff
2: and uh, <laughs> no, and then no, get people t- t-
1: tweeting the following day, going, "Can you sniff less? <laughs> <laughs> Which I refuse to not uh, do. Well, we've taken th- up thank loads you so of much, time. Dave. Really? It's my really absolute brilliant. pleasure. Thank and you,
2: million yeah. thanks. Brilliant. It's just nice to meet you both as well. Oh, ditto, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I've, I've, um, I've, um, it's weird actually because I was going to. Oh, can I ask you a couple of afterlife questions before before we yeah, go? Yes, of course. Yeah. It's because I've been watching because I I I used to live in Beaconsfield. And so oh, a lot yeah, of it's filmed yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah. there. And then yeah, before yeah. that, years and years ago, I used to live in, in North London near, near Hampstead as well. Oh, blind. Where, oh, okay. So I'm watching this kind of thinking, this is weird. This, this program is sort of following me around. <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they choosing loads their it, filming yeah. locations? of it was filmed near
1: Reading as well. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no, I'm just, there was actually. <laughs> oh, was, oh, no, 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 right, there was. Right. There was. There yeah, was there the, was. the the fair, the fair was filmed okay. near Reading.
2: So well, I'm watching it the other night, and I'm thinking, I know that crossing because that's by the National Film and Television School, yeah, and yeah. Like, like literally on that next road that he turns, You know, when he when he throws the cactus through the, yeah, through yeah, the yeah. back window, and then I'm like, my daughter's school is literally <laughs> over there. I, I sit yeah. there at school pickup, and yeah. right. and where, where's his house? Is that in Hampstead? Yeah, it's on. Um, oh, um, up the top. Up, no, it's by the. Oh,
1: God where the oh i can't remember the name of the road it's it's basically oh i'll, I'll email it to you i can't remember <laughs> 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 oh what's it it's gonna um like the, the, fa- is- the veil of
2: health veil of health yes yeah 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 i know where yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah the office exteriors are like old hemel Hempstead, aren't they yeah
2: do you know, I, I weirdly and, and I used to park my car on the Vale of Health many moons ago because when I first moved to London and I was driving an old Cortina at the time, which is very showbiz. And, um, and I, I lived about 15, 20 minutes walk away from there down the hill. right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was all residence parking. And you couldn't park anywhere. And the only, the nearest place right. that I could park was that Vale of Because vale it's of a bit hidden, isn't it? It's, the it's right... a bit hidden. It's yeah, down yeah. a hill, isn't it? Yeah, down yeah. the bottom. In fact, I think the camp used to live. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Possibly. And so <laughs> it's down there. And I used to park there, so I know exactly where you mean. Because so I was looking at the exterior of the house thinking, I've seen that place yeah. before and I couldn't work yeah, out. But it's, now, it's, it's, yeah, you're it's right. Fancy, I'm going back it's about... fancy Dan down there. Fancy Dan. Expensive yeah. money, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
0: in Beaconsfield, we filmed like the... The big um, sort of stand-up comedy night in series two, mm, and yeah. mm. in some yeah, I think the church is Ch- in Beckersfield as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, it's
1: weird watching it, as I say. And yeah, and going, yeah, the, the location yeah. guy is obviously a big fan of yours. All lives locally. Yeah, yeah. You'll have some
0: crew coming in your room in a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're just doing a, a podcast, putting down scene. tracks yeah. and laying
2: cable, or, or whatever. <laughs> laying cable sounds wrong, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks, Dave. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Oh, it's lovely to meet you, yeah. and, and, and it would be really nice to, hopefully, one day, we might meet in real oh, life. i love well. Yeah, keep let's in touch. Let's do, you know, let's do the, you know what we should the, do? The should, we, should we go to the horse yes, and groom? Yes, 100%. Why don't we, why don't we go <laughs> to the horse and groom, and we'll go and sit at the back <laughs> yes. by where the pinball machine used to oh, be. smoke. And yeah, smoke. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, I'll meet you there at 11.25 and we'll leave at
1: Let's half let Let's record 10 a podcast, we'll, a live yes,
0: podcast. Yes, the do and, and, then,
2: that. and then we'll get the number 73 bus home to Stoke Newton, oh even though God. none of us live there. Perfect. You're That's ju-
1: a great idea. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this happen. You're joining a WhatsApp group, whether you yeah, like it gonna or not. Yeah, we're going to do a
0: live podcast, which is, yeah, your life right. after the breakfast show. You're on. You're on. <laughs> yeah, Let's do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Cheers Dave. Right, cheers, Dave. Cheers, boys. See nice you Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.